Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years. Lakeland.edu. All right. Let's talk more about this Brian Gutekunst presser, shall we? Stay on this Packers topic. Uh, By the way, uh, Tim Allen uh, was supposed to fill in coming up uh, at 3 o'clock for Rami. However, uh, Tim not going to be able to do it today. So instead, Toby Altizer will be in Rami's chair today, 3 to 6. Toby Altizer in today, 3 to 6, uh, here on the fan. So we'll see uh, what we think of that. I was just talking to uh, Sam Schmitz uh, a little while ago. Bart and Toby are doing this thing on the morning show uh, about the USFL, and the draft was last night, and they were asking people uh, to get uh, a board and uh, you know pick a team. Some of the hosts here on the station get a board in. Pick a team. And they uh, took uh, the Blue Wave of New Orleans was their team. Uh, and Evan Heffelfinger, uh, who produces from time to time on the station, does the Journey House College Sports Show, does the post-game show after uh, Brewers games with Tim Allen. He took the Pittsburgh Maulers, uh, apparently. Uh, and I went with the Houston Gamblers. But you and Rami couldn't figure out how to come up with a team on your show? No, we just... Aren't really that interested. Not that interested. Okay. No, I mean, like, I'll maybe watch, like, the first week or whatever, but I got invested in the XFL last year, and then it got cut off. So it's right. like, I kind of feel, like, a little let down. And well, Anytime you invest in any of these leagues, you're going to get probably let down because yeah. none of them probably are going to survive very long. And watching some of those games, it's like, I feel like I was just doing it as a chore. It, I feel like I could just spend my time, you know, like, watching a movie that I haven't seen or something like that. So, so. are you on the same train as Rami? If it's not pro, you're out? 
In a sense, I mean, I'm, I'm I don't hate college sports as much as Rami does. Like, but like you're not watching high school football on TV then, if it's oh, on. absolutely not, unless it's like Walk Shot right. West. So you're closer to Rami then, closer to Rami, but right. not okay in line with everything that he believes. Yeah, in. I I watch high school football, college football, pro right. football, doesn't matter. Same like, for basketball. I watch Badgers. I watch Badgers, Michigan, uh, Michigan on Sunday. So you that did. was awesome. Okay, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I had to watch. It. I mean, Johnny Davis is going off. Right. Yeah. So you watch some college sports more than Rami, obviously. Uh, okay, so anyhow, I, I, I want to get to uh, th- this Gutenkunz thing before I get too sidetracked, because I tend to do that on this show. So there's a lot of stuff in that press conference that was ridiculous. A lot. And we'll get to bits and pieces of it, I promise you, tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show. And I would assume Toby Altizer and Sam Schmitz will get to some of it as well, coming up uh, as he fills in for Rami at 3 o'clock. I'd like to focus on something that maybe isn't as ridiculous here on Sparky's Midday Madness. This right here, this comment right here from Brian Gudikins concerning this team and, you know, falling short the last couple of years and really kind of, you know, what does this team kind of need maybe to kind of get over the hump uh, to get past uh, and get into the Super Bowl versus falling short uh, in the playoffs? This is what Goody said. Great question from Ryan Wood. What are you guys missing? To have accomplished all that, still not get there. What are you guys missing right now? Yeah, I don't know if we're missing anything. I think I don't look at it that way. I think we just have to play better in those moments. You know, um, a couple years in a row now that we haven't kind of played our best game, our best ball at the time we need to do. And I think that um, we need to be able to do that. And uh, there's a lot that factors into that. Um, but I don't think there's like one thing we're missing. Um, I just don't. I don't look at building a football team like that. All right. So this is this is this is what I'll say. A, I like the confidence. I do. I like it. I, I'm down with it. I go the, back to you know McCarthy years ago when they were on their Super Bowl run, you know, looking past one team uh, to talk about the next game, right? I looked past Philadelphia, I believe it was. Talking about Atlanta or whatever. I think that's how it went. It was like Friday of the game. They played that weekend. Already talking about the next week. I'm not even talking about Philly. I'm already ahead. I'm, I'm getting ready for Atlanta. Yeah, what? Huh? Um, I think that's what it was. Or was it Chicago the next week? I don't remember. But either way, he looked past Philadelphia in the press conference. So I like confidence, right? I, I'm all about that from whoever the leader may be of a uh, team, whether that be the manager, the coach, the GM, the president, ownership, all about it. Totally get it. And so I'm not banging on Goody for saying that, hey, we just got to play better. We got we got everything we need. Just have to play better in those situations in order for us to get through. But I'm going to ask you what you think. Brian Kuhn says the Packers aren't missing anything to compete for a Super Bowl next season. Do you agree? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. Real nice and simple. I'm going to say... Uh, that yeah, I they, they they there's more needed. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree somewhat uh, with what Goody said here. Uh, number one, and this again is easier said than done, but it's been brought up on our show in the past on the Wendy's Big Show, and I tend to agree with it. In order to be better on special teams, you have to be better on the back end of your roster. And on the back end of this roster, you have chosen in the past to go with vets, right? 
So you're picking up guys off the street to come in and play and so forth. And because you're not as young and as athletic as maybe you want to be, that means your special teams kind of suffers to a certain degree. Now, we can also talk about the coaching of the last several years uh, and how bad that has been. And again, that also is a fair criticism. The fact that you believe you've improved your special teams coach with the hiring of Basaccia from the Raiders. So, okay, that's, that's one obstacle out of the way. But the second thing is you have to be better from a talent standpoint on special teams. Amari Rodgers, it's one year. So we'll see what he looks like after an offseason. We'll see if he works on his body, redoes his body, uh, and becomes quicker and more elusive. Because right now, he's just not quick enough or elusive enough in order to be uh, a returner. He's just not. Now, if that does not happen and he comes back looking the same um, and has the same type of uh, stiffness to him as he's had in the past, then that 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 is not going to improve at all. It's just not. You need a difference maker when it comes to returns. So that area needs approval. You need more athletic guys on the special teams unit, not starters, but guys that you're going to draft in the fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. Those type of players have to come in and make an impact and be a difference on special teams. So that's one area of the team where I guess Goody and I are going to disagree. He says they're good across the board. We don't need anything necessarily to push us over the top. But I think that area specifically has to be addressed and fixed. I'm not even talking about Crosby at kicker. I'm not even talking about Bojo at punter. I'm not talking about either one of those two. Or even the long snapper. That's another big problem that they had uh, as well. They make the move to go away from Hunter Bradley. They bring in the next guy, Wordle, or Steve Wordle. Is that what his name is? They bring him in, and he gets absolutely mauled and pushed back five yards uh, on an attempt after he snapped the ball. That that cannot happen. Like, I, I don't know if you go find a veteran long snapper. because They're not that expensive. You go find a veteran long snapper and free agency to come in here and do that job to make sure you're not in that situation again. Uh, or you find somebody else to do that job through the draft or whatever. But that has to be fixed. That has to be addressed one way or the other. The other thing I'm I'm going to kind of hint at and point at in all of this is, is I'm fine if Bojo is going to be the punter and the holder. Like, fine. I'm cool with that. But there's also another part of me that is fine with having Jordan Love Learn how to do that position. Learn how to take the snap and place the ball. I'm fine with that too. And the reason I'm fine with that is for numerous reasons. One, if Rodgers is healthy and playing, he ain't playing anyhow. So it don't matter. Let him be back there. Let him do that. Because now it gives you the opportunity, more so than ever, to, if you want to fake a field goal, you have more of enough uh, an opportunity having him be there, a quarterback, Versus a punter. Back in the day, quarterbacks used to be holders. This isn't something rocket science. This isn't something new. But I, I think I would explore that. I would, I would consider that. Put him in a position uh, to let you do something different on special teams. Let you uh, ability to take more gambles uh, at the end of the day. Love it. I'm all about that. So that's another area where I think you can improve on and get better at. So while I like the confidence, I think there are areas where you can improve and get better. And that's what we're asking you, you know, right now at this moment in time. Brian Gooden says they're good. 
They just need to play better in order to get to the Super Bowl. Do you agree with Brian Gutekunst? And if you don't think they're good and you think they need more, what else do you think they need? Maybe agree with me. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us. At 12.50 a.m., The Fan, it's Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admiral. Sparky's Midday Madness on 12.50 a.m., The Fan, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to milwaukeeadmirals.com for affordable family fun. Don't forget their tribute to wrestling night comes up here in a couple of weeks. You'll definitely want to check that out. And then, they're also going to be the Friday Night Fish Fry coming up, too. They have a whole special uniform for it, the whole deal. Uh, You'll definitely want to check that out, too. That's also coming up in March. Again, go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com for more information on that. No matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch games. I want you to play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. Indoor bocce ball, darts, pools, table tennis, foosball, shuffleboard, you name it, they got it. And while you're doing all that, you can work up an appetite. Got to have some of their loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up <laughs> with all of the extras. By the way, today is Wednesday. Go get some fish. Visit their Facebook page or cuteclubofwi.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Right now asking you this question. Brian Gutekunst says the Packers aren't missing anything to compete for a Super Bowl next season. Do you agree? And if you missed his exchange with Ryan Wood during his press conference, this is what it sounded like. What are you guys missing? Yeah, I don't know if we're missing anything. I think I don't look at it that way. I think we just have to play better in those moments. You know, a um, couple years in a row now that we haven't kind of played our best game, our best ball at the time we need to do. And I think that um, we need to be able to do that. And uh, there's a lot that factors into that. Um, but I don't think there's like one thing we're missing. Um, I just don't I don't look at building a football team like that. This is my other issue with that. That's how you have to build a team. Isn't it? Maybe I'm wrong. But don't you build a team by improving weaknesses? Right? I, I would think. Am I wrong? I mean, I, I can't talk about building a football team, but I can talk about you know building a radio station staff or whatever, right? You're you're trying to get better at the positions where you think you can get better. That's the whole part of it. You're always trying to improve and get better if you can. I, I don't understand how. He can look at this and say, I don't look at, you know, us needing people necessarily. And you can sit here and and give me the line, which every GM does, is, oh, we're only going to take the best available player in the draft. Nonsense. No, don't believe it. Now, if the best available player in the draft just happens to be the position you happen to have, sure. And you can always say best player available. Want to know why? Because none of us ever see the draft board. So, best available player... Maybe the player you drafted, but what everybody doesn't know is you had other players that may have been ranked higher than said player that weren't even on your draft board because you don't need the position. So you never even put it on your draft board in the first round. We don't know. Nobody's in the draft room to know if you're telling the truth or not. You say you are, but come on. All right, so that's the question. 
Goody says they're good. They don't need to add anything. They just need to play better in the playoffs. Agree or disagree? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. Len in Waukesha, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's up, Len? Well, I, I think that this special teams coach, this guy they just hired, is going to make a huge difference. But And that's because during the year, they definitely need more help. They didn't have a returner. Amari Rogers was clearly not the answer, and that special teams coach should have been fired in midseason when he talked Lafleur into putting Rogers back back there after he got hurt. We picked up that kid from Seattle. That that game or two that he played back there, he did more than Rogers did. Well, see, and that's the other thing about this, right? Is when we sit there and we talk about, okay, well, they have to play better. If you're saying they have to play better, then how much of that goes on Lafleur and the coaching staff? Well, I think it all does. Because, I, I, like, I, like I said, Lafleur was going to take Mari Rogers out in that. Coach Mo Drayden said no. Yes, correct. And he should have been. I would have got rid of him right there because I'm going to tell you, we've had in 2014. We were. Stopped from going to the Super Bowl because of us. Special, special teams. teams. Bostic. Yep. Yeah. And, and well, not only that, how about the fake field goal that, that too. they scored a touchdown? It's it, it's more than one thing. So co- coaching is definitely a big part of it. But I get if you more better players is always a good good idea too. Well, you know, that's that's the thing. This has been an issue for four years. And I, I haven't gone back past four years, but they've been 32nd in the league twice in four years. I, the best ranking they've had, I think, has been 26th. So when you bring in a Rich Passaccia, the goal is just get to 20 or better, and it's a success. Yeah. It really is just that simple. And thanks for the call. Yeah, and again, when we talk about them not finishing in the playoffs, how many people called in when they lost that game and said, it's all on LaFleur. LaFleur killed him that game. LaFleur absolutely cost him. It's on the coaching staff. I don't remember a lot of that. I remember people pointing fingers at Rodgers. I, I, I remember that. I remember people pointing fingers at the special teams. I remember that. I don't remember a lot of people going, LaFleur is killing us. Like, we, we can't finish because we have Matt LaFleur as head coach. Didn't LaFleur go pretty much unscathed the last several years? As they lose conference championship games, I don't remember a lot of people blaming Matt LaFleur. Maybe I don't remember. I am getting old, so correct me if I'm wrong. Brian Gutekun says this team is fine. They just need to play better. Don't need to really add anything. They just need to play better. You agree or disagree? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. Kavika listening on the Odyssey app in Hawaii. You're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. What's up, Kavika? Hey, uh, yeah, I, you know, I think he knows something that we don't know. And, and I mean, because if you're trying to keep Rodgers, you don't say we got everybody we need. You go out and you say we're going to go get a stud wide out. Obviously, that's been, you know, one of the issues the last two years. It's really been shown in the, in the playoff game that they lost to get to the Super Bowl two years ago. And then, you know, when they lost to San Francisco, he only wanted to go to one guy. He only trusted one guy. Uh I mean, you don't say we have everybody. We got to play better. Um, you go out and get those one or two pieces that 
are going to put you over the top. Uh, I don't know, same old story with that guy. But, I mean, tell me what you think about that. Tell me what you think about the all-in and we're good. You know, we're good with what we got now. Well, again, I mean, I he mean, says that they're, they're, they're fine pushing all this money in the future and essentially rolling the dice that that, that cap number is going to continue to go up as this, what, $11 billion media deal goes into place here, that it's going to go up. And he says that the pandemic essentially killed them because as they made these contracts and put all this together, they were going in with the expectation it was going to go up so much percentage-wise every year like it normally does. And then the pandemic hits, and all of a sudden it's like, whoops, it's not going up, it's flatlining, and it's barely going up. And then you have to readjust at that point. And he also made a point of saying that right now he feels like they've got a roster right now that's in a position to compete for you know, a, a championship one way or the other. They only have a roster to compete for a championship if Rodgers and Adams are back. And he says, oh, they'll still be compete because they're the Green Bay Packers. You may compete for eight wins, but you aren't competing for a Super Bowl if you don't have Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Well, well, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's obvious. But it just sounds like like maybe Rodgers isn't coming back. And no. They're good with what they got. Go back and listen because, to Goody. I mean, we played it We played it from like 1 to 130 on the big show. Go listen. Aaron Rodgers but, owns Brian Gutekunst right now. Aaron Rodgers is speaking through Brian Gutekunst's lips every time the man talks. I mean, the Rodgers, trust me, he's not, going, he's not getting this type of autonomy anywhere else outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin right now, and the guy that he owns, Brian Gutekunst. But don't you think that they to make Rodgers happy, going out and getting a receiver is, is pretty crucial to no. them. No. He wants Devontae and MVS back for sure. Those two we know. And probably Tunyon, but we don't know when Tunyon will even be back, and you'll get him cheap. No, I don't, I mean, I, I don't think you have to go get another wide receiver. The Rams are f- facing the same situation that the Packers are. I mean, they're probably up to their nose. No. No, in death. No, they're not. No, I mean they're not nearly as bad as the Packers. Here, I've got the numbers up right here in front of me. Uh, the The Packers are thirty first uh, in the league, Kavika. Okay, are you there? Yes. Okay. The Rams are sixteenth. The Rams are sixteen. They have sixteen million dollars in cap space right now. The Packers are coming before this deal with Kenny Clark. We're like forty one, forty two million over the cap. The Rams are sixteen million under the cap. Big difference. Yeah, I, I just say you got to big difference down the road and just just go in huge and that's what they're doing and, 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 they're, and get the ring now. Right, and now again, as I stated on the big show, Kavika, you keep pushing the can down the road two, three years. Eventually, they're all going to come up around the relatively the same time. And I feel maybe I'll be wrong. We'll see. I feel the rebuild is going to be a true rebuild versus what could be possibly a reload if Jordan Love works. Because by that time. Jordan Love will not be on this team. He's going to be out of here in a trade if you extend Rodgers, say, two more years and we get to three years. So he's not going to be here. Then at that point, it's, well, screw it. We're not going to worry about the quarterback. We'll win three or four games, hope there's a franchise quarterback like Arch Manning sitting there for us at the top of the draft, get him that way, and then start over and, and do the rebuild. Thanks for the call. Maybe I'm wrong. I think you can get back to being competitive quicker if you move on now then if you wait three years and try and do it then. Now, if this salary cap jumps $20, 30000000 a year or something stupid, 
and player salaries get even more out of control than they are already, if that happens, okay, then maybe you're able to overcome all of these cap hits in which all of these players aren't on your roster. Just look at New Orleans. That's what they did. $80 million over the cap, folks. $80 million. Drew Brees still paying that price. Still paying that price this year because he's not there, but they did all that void years. Tom Brady going to pay the piper on that one too in Tampa Bay. $20-some million. Not on the roster. You're going to do the exact same thing. If you go throwing void years on Rodgers, you throw void years on Devontae, you threw void years on Kenny Clark already, and there's more to come. I mean, Gutekunz wasn't hiding anything today. He said they feel completely fine pushing money down the line. Okay. They better be right. Nate, north side of Milwaukee, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Brian Gutekunz says they're good, don't need any help. Uh, They just need to play better. You agree or disagree? Um, no, I disagree. Um, I will say, um, probably defensive line help is big for me. Um, when you got Kenny Clark down there eating up double teams, just think about if he had another, uh, defensive lineman who can be down there and get and, and win his one on ones. I'm not saying that Dean Lowry isn't great, but, um, having somebody who, who can take the pressure off of Kenny Clark will make him even more dom- as dom- dominant than he is now. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said wide receiver um, for last year, but this the season coming up, I would say you probably need to go get one. Um, and probably uh, he brought, the wide receiver that you get probably needs to be able to return some kickoffs too. Um, you gotta, you gotta look at what you, you got to look at players that um, can do multiple things, not just one thing um, this year, because that's what I feel like they're missing. They're missing players who can who can play special teams and right and also contribute on offense and defense. And um, yeah, so that's what I feel like. But my big point is uh, getting another defensive lineman our age, um, probably either the first round or second round that can take some pressure off of Kenny Clark and let him be even more dominant than he is. I would assume they'll get one of those outside linebacker rushers to fall to them would be my guess. Thanks for the call. Like four of them, I think, that are pretty good in this draft. Uh, and they may get one of them to fall to them, uh, possibly, or maybe they move up to get one of them if they want, providing Zadarius Smith isn't back. Nobody asked about Zadarius Smith in the press conference. Um, so I, I don't I don't know where... Uh, good old Brian Gutekunz falls on Zedaria Smith, whether or not he's back on this team or not. One would assume not because he scrubbed his social media and everything else. Now, that could have been just simply being mad about Mike Smith leaving. Could be, right? Just like Kyler Murray scrubbed his about being mad about something. So that could be what it is. Might not mean that he's not back necessarily uh, next year. Now, if Zedaria Smith is back, Preston Smith is back, Rashawn Gary is back, then you don't need to really worry about an outside linebacker necessarily, I don't think. Uh, in the first round. Now, I'm all about defensive linemen to help Kenny Clark. That's, to me, that's what I would like. I like some bigger guys that can help stop the run, some longer guys that can get some push, push that pocket back. You saw it in the playoffs. When you had Zadarius Smith and Merciless and Preston Smith and those guys, you were able to rush four guys and get home. The Packers, 
I couldn't tell you the last time they were able to do that and get home on a consistent basis. So now you are in a position where if you can keep these guys together, that gives you a lot more opportunity to become even more dangerous because now you rush four, drop everybody else back, good luck. If you can get somewhat semi-consistent pressure uh, and then occasionally you know, bring a cornerback blitz or middle linebacker blitz or whatever else, create a lot of problems. And that's why I think that defensive lineman, for me, that's my number one area where I'd like to see him fix it. All right. So, again, Brian Gudekin says they're good. They're good. They don't need anything else. That's not how you build a team worrying about what you need. I totally disagree. You build a team by replacing and filling holes on your roster. That's how you build a team. If you act like there are no holes and I'm just randomly going to go out there and draft the best football players and da-da-da, come on, nonsense. That's just nonsense. You go into the offseason like they have for the last month and go, okay, we can't keep Zedarius. We can't keep Preston. Outside linebacker must address in the draft and free agency. That's one need. You got to get that. Uh, we need a right tackle. Billy Turner is not coming back. What are we going to do at right tackle? Do we want to move uh, Yash over to right tackle uh, and see if he can play right tackle opposite Bakhtari at left tackle? If not, that becomes a need at right tackle if we need to. You have to do that going into an offseason. I feel like a lot of what Goody said today was just a bunch of nonsense. That's what it felt like. It felt like it was just a bunch of nonsense. He just went up there and started talking and whatever. Whatever came out, came out. He tried not to give anything away, but clearly just made no sense for most of that press conference. Continue on. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals here on the fan. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun. Check them out. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. You ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time. Time to join the Young Express team. Become a successful transporter of expedited freight, right? That just means you drive for a living, drive for a career, pick stuff up, drop stuff off. And a lot of it is no touch. So you don't got to worry about having to lift heavy things or whatever the case may be. None of that uh, with this deal with Young Express. Now, when you're driving for a living and driving for a career, Dispatch, very important. Young Express got 24-7 dispatch team. Extremely dedicated. Take it very personal to keep drivers moving. If you're not moving, you're not making any money. And in Young Express, you can drive locally, regionally, or nationwide. Now, with minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. They're looking for full-time independent contractors right now at Young Express. Now, again, you're working with Young Express, not for Young Express. Understand? Big difference. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. J-U-N-G express.com. All right, so we were talking about this Goody uh, quote here with Ryan Wood, talking about how he thinks they're all good and so forth. Uh, Also, uh, another nice nugget, uh, and there were many of them uh, inside this thing, uh, is Mike Clemens uh, talking about... uh, what was uh, the Packers' way and what this has turned into, essentially, with Brian Goodenkunst, this is what that sounded like. Well, Brian, you've, you've talked about so much respect you've had for Ted and mm-hmm. what you learned from him, and everybody around here talks about his integrity, and he talked about Ron a lot. But what's happened in the last year or two, maybe, and with Aaron, have you had to change maybe some of those things, that, the way things were done here in the past with players? 
I think you're constantly evolving. I don't think we change our integrity in the way we where we approach things. Uh, I think that's the one thing about this organization that uh, makes you proud to work here, especially as long as I've been here. Is we do things honestly and and, and uh, um, by the rules, by the book, you know, kind of sort of thing. I think there's there's certainly you're always kind of evolving and trying to become better uh, at what you tweaking the process, so to speak, uh, to become better. Um, and yeah, there's you know. There's no doubt that the last couple of years have impacted how we go about our business. No doubt. First of all, either he is unaware of what has happened in the last year, uh, which I'm not quite sure how he could be unaware. He was the man pulling uh, the strings on this. Uh, His way of getting out of that answer was saying, well, we evolve. I'm here to tell you, nobody was evolving between Ron Wolf and Ted Thompson. There was no evolving. This is our belief system. We run the organization. The players play. We determine what's best for the organization. We determine what players fit into what we're trying to do. We determine what the long-range goal is for this roster and for this organization. We, meaning the president or the GM, that's who we is. Now, when Bob Harlan was there, it was Ron Wolf, Bob Harlan, probably somewhat together. When Mark Murphy was there and Ted Thompson, Ted had full reign high up of everything. He determined how this went one way or the other. Brett Favre did not determine it. Brett Favre said, I want Randy Moss. That's nice. Good for you. No. Oh. They talked, whatever. Compensation of a second-round pick or whatever it was for Randy Moss was apparently too high for Ted. Nah, we'll pass. Not interested. Could Ted Thompson have went to Brett and said, Brett, hey, come in my office. I'll open up the door for you. Brett, what would you like me to do uh, this offseason? Yeah, give me some names, some ideas, draft, uh, free agency. Who, who do you like? Now, I have no idea if Brett Favre would have been able to provide everything that would have wanted him to provide. No clue. But there's no way that was happening. As far as Ted goes, he wasn't even really communicating all that much with his staff. They weren't even in on the process. From the draft to free agency and all this other stuff, Ted did it all. Now, did he have guys in the front office that would go to him, hey, man, we like this player in the draft. We like this player in the draft. We like this player in the draft. Sure, cool. They did scouting reports. They gave their recommendations. They stomped in the room to Ted why they liked a certain guy. But at the end of the day, Ted Thompson made that call. To now sit here and have us as Packer fans believe that you, Brian Gutekunst, have said about anything is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Go back to Leroy when we had Tom Silverstone on earlier in the big show. Brought up to Tom about contract extensions for LaFleur and for Gutekunst. Silverstein points out that LaFleur really has two years left on his deal, not one like everybody thinks, because there's a club option for the second year left on this deal here. What was missed in all of this is, because of the way the front office structure is based, go back and listen, LaFleur is with Murphy. Gutekunst is with Murphy. Russ Ball is with Murphy. So, 
That means Murphy gets to make the call on all involved on contract situations, extensions, all that stuff. Gets to say in all of it. Gets to say in free agency, as does Russ Ball. They all get to have their say in the room as far as what they want to do. Now, at the end of the day, Gutekunst, Murphy claims, you know, has saying what he wants to do personnel-wise one way or the other. Maybe. But Aaron Rodgers dictated that he was going to trade for a player or he wasn't coming back. And now he has his favorite coach of all time, Tom Clements, back on the staff. And credit goes to Rodgers and to Brian Gutekunst, who both went out of their way to say that, hey, man, he's good at working with young quarterbacks. He's good with young quarterbacks. Now, that's them both saying pretty much, I don't think this was Rodgers. This, eh, don't, don't lead yourself to believe that. This was as much for Jordan Love as it was for Aaron Rodgers. And I'm here to tell you that's hogwash too. And I don't care who came up with the decision. I don't care if this was LaFleur's idea, Goody's idea, Murphy's idea, Rogers' idea. I don't care who came up with it. The name is never brought up if Rogers isn't under consideration to come back or hasn't already decided to come back. If Aaron Rodgers is gone in a trade, they don't have a quarterback coach. Tom Clements is not coming out of retirement to come in and coach Jordan Love. He had one year Kyler Murray and said, I'm done with all this nonsense. I'm out. I'm old. I'm retiring. I'm going to enjoy the good life. And now the Packers, two years removed, whatever it's been, now they make a call. Hey, man. Hey, got the young kid Jordan Love. Way, way behind Kyler Murray. Why don't you come in here and coach him? You think he's coming out of retirement to come back and coach Jordan Love? You must be kidding yourself. Do you really think they were going to go get an old guy to come in on this coaching staff. Look at the coaching staff, especially on offense. Where do you see old dudes? It's littered with a bunch of young guys. It has been. And now I'm to believe that if Rodgers wasn't here, that, oh, yeah, we would have hired Tom Clemens because he's great with young guys. All nonsense, all spin from everybody involved to try and take everybody's eye off the fact that this clearly was about Rodgers. You know it was about Rodgers, and I know it was about Rodgers. So he gets his coach. He gets a receiver in Cobb, who, as I've said before, played way better than I thought he would. He gets both of those. Now, the special teams coordinator, Passaccia, I don't know how much impact he had on that. Doesn't matter. I love that pick. So regardless if he made it or somebody else made it, somebody made a decision on this. So whether it was 12 pushing, we need a new special teams coordinator and somebody with experience, or however this came about, new special teams coordinator in place. Now, the next thing we're going to see, I think, is they're going to spend an obscene amount of money on Devontae Adams at some point here, and they're going to spend an obscene amount of money on Aaron Rodgers because nobody thinks he's going to take a pay cut. But then after that, let's see how this draft plays out. Because some of you think that they need wide receiver help. They, they've got to sign Lazard if they want Lazard back. MVS, they got to sign him if they want him back. Devontae Adams got to sign him if they want him back. So if you want... Your top three receivers back. You got to sign all of them. Then after that, then it's, well, do you really want St. Brown? Uh, What about Rodgers, Amari Rodgers? How then does the rest of it figure itself out? If they go draft a wide receiver in the first round of this draft at the end of one, come on. Then you kind of have a good idea of, okay, here we go with 12. Now, 
they go draft a defensive lineman, something like that, then maybe not. But you got to believe, considering what we heard today from Goody Rogers, is all over this. He's getting anything and everything he asks for at the end of the day. This never happens with Ron Wolf. This never happens with Ted Thompson. So for Brian Goodikins to talk about, well, you know, well, we, we evolve, but we play by the rules. Well, of course you play by the rules. If playing by the rules means you don't cheat like the Patriots have in the past, okay, you're right. You're right. You have not cheated. Correct. But that there was more to the Packer way than that. And that Packer way is dead. It's all done. It exists no more. You've given control over to a player. And I'm not saying that they're wrong for it necessarily because he gives you a best chance to win a Super Bowl. Goody don't have a Super Bowl on his resume as a GM. LaFleur doesn't have one as a coach. Once you have one, you can't take it away from them. So why not continue to do it the way they're doing it? Screw the future. Who cares? If we suck after this, so be it. At least we'll have a Super Bowl ring to say we won a Super Bowl. Not many coaches have it. Not many do. And a lot never will because they'll never be in that situation. Coming up next, Toby Altizer on the Bar Winkler Morning Show in for Rami Makhlouf today. Actually, he's in for Tim Allen, who was supposed to be in for Rami. Toby Teller comes up next. Tell us what's coming up next at 3 here on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Welcome in. Sparky's Midday Madness, presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Steve Sparky, five for Toby Altizer. In as he gets ready to do Rami's show. Coming up at 3, and he is in because Tim Allen, who was supposed to be in, is out. Um, so that's kind of how this whole thing has kind of worked. And it's, you know, it is what it is, man. It's, it's that time time of year where you kind of got to just kind of fill in for everybody across the board and understand kind of everybody's role. And Toby is a team player, as is Sam Schmitz. He came in today because Adam ended up having to leave. Hey, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games, Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. Settle down some awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or cubeclubofwi.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Cube Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. All right, Toby Altizer, what do you got coming up on Rami's show? Well, we're going to talk about, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, naturally. What a shock. (laughs) So we'll talk about that. I actually put out a poll that I wanted to talk about today. I was surprised by some of the results. If you want to go vote on it ahead of the show. It is on at I retweeted it at twelve fifty AM the fan. It's on my Twitter at Toby underscore Altizer. It's this. If you had to choose out of these options regarding Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, which would you choose? And yes, I get that they're probably a package deal, but if you had the option, keep Aaron only, keep Devontae only, keep both of them or move on from both players. Which way'd you vote, Sparky? I, I voted to keep both. Okay, and that's what I kind of am surprised. Rodgers and Adams. A lot of people are leaning that way, and I think I talked myself into leaning a different way this morning. So we'll talk about that a little bit, get some thoughts from you guys about that. Obviously, talk a little bit about what Brian Gudekinst had to say. I know you had some strong thoughts about what he had to say. There was a lot more than that. I mean, <laughs> you you come and with a straight face tell me you value the inside linebacker position. You need to stop. Like, they all should have started laughing at him. Like, the entire... All the beat writers in unison and TV reporters, whoever were there, all should have just started laughing and said, you must be joking. 
Yeah. They, they, you bring in Devondre Campbell, you can't act like you knew he was going to be an on a one-year bargain basement value deal mm-hmm. hoping to catch lightning in a bottle, which you did catch lightning in a bottle, and he played out of his mind, and you look brilliant for it. That's great. But it wasn't like you went out and spent a whole bunch of money on the middle linebacker position. No. Then we had Tom Silverstein on from the Journal Sentinel on the big show, and he said that Goody told him off to the side after the press conference that, you know, they, they listen to what their coaches say for what they want for personnel or whatever the case may be. Um, and he, he, Silverstein said that Barry is the one, Joe Barry is the one that really values that linebacker position maybe more so than the rest of them do at this point, that middle linebacker position. So maybe there's more to it from that aspect. He then went on to tell us that Mike Smith leaving might have had something to do with Mike Smith was with Pettin, and they believe in over-pursuing upfield. Joe Barry does not. Wants him playing the run first, back, before they go upfield. Smith didn't have maybe the same belief. So that may have led to some of the disconnect of why Mike Smith decided to go follow Pettin to Minnesota. So eye-opening stuff, as always, from Silverstein. But there is no way you're going to sell me you believe in the middle linebacker position. No, maybe you changed your philosophy this year. Maybe going forward they will. They have not no. recently, and you, you him trying to act like him knowing Campbell was going to be the guy. No chance. Eh, I don't know about that. No chance. And nobody asked him about Zedaria Smith. That's interesting. That entire press conference. Not one person. That's we, bit- we asked, how's it going to feel to see people at the Combine? That was a question. You had a month to come up with your list of questions, knowing that this was going to be goody. At some, you were going to get him here at the Combine before the Combine. You have multiple days from when mm-hmm. they said he was. They said on Monday he was talking on Wednesday, and we knew, or we had all expected Rodgers to talk on McAfee Tuesday. So you knew, okay, I can get questions for Goody either from that or anything else I have in the offseason. And you came up with, are you excited to see guys at the combine? Yeah, I mean, and you then the been, other one was a draft class. Nonsense. You should have be been asking, asking them, Rodgers, Adams, Zedarius. Don't waste picks. Don't waste t- or Jordan Love. Hey, mm-hmm. has Jordan Love's co- agent call you about if you give him an extension? Like, is he going to be happy here? How's that working out? That type of stuff. Man, that's just two wasted questions that somebody else could have asked an actual real question versus wasting everybody's time. Yeah, we got Vinny Rotino coming up in the final oh, hour. We'll good. talk with him about baseball. If we're going to have baseball, we'll do a little bit of draft mockery. And then we'll what ask is this today? Do you know? We'll, we'll figure it out at some point. You don't know? We're working on it. I told Sam Schmitz, I'm gonna, I, because I thought y'all had like a schedule, like all right, this day, this day. I'm gonna give you all a list of things you can do on this. What is it called? Draft, Draft mockery. mockery, right? Draft mockery that y'all can do here on going forward. <laughs> I bet you Rami and Sam would be thankful for that. I mean, they're usually scrambling for some stuff. I mean, seriously, like. You well, okay, so here. Uh who who's doing it with y'all? Is it you two and who else? Rami. Rami's gonna hop on with us. Rami's gonna come on. Yeah. Okay, fine. Do my draft mock uh what's it called? Draft mockery? Draft yeah. mockery. If I can only remember the name. Draft mockery. Top four desserts you'd order at a restaurant. That's not bad. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. That that that's we're gonna one. do so we're gonna do a whole week where we're gonna do like movies. That's good. Action movies. You know, sure. Thriller, whatever, Dramas, horror movies. Right. Eventually, I threw the idea of beer around, but apparently Toby's not fond of that one. I don't drink beer, so yeah, I, don't yeah. drink, so. I would be out on that. Yeah, that one, you got to know what you're so, dealing with. We definitely got a couple in the stash. All right, you got to make sure you got the beer drinkers or whatever mm-hmm. the case I saw they be. drafted liquor with Bart, so that was a good choice. That was a good choice. 
Yeah, Jack Daniels, a high pick. Leap Vodka was was drafted. I thought that was good too. Yeah, how about that? Bar drafts Leap Vodka, and he's still losing, and probably <laughs> will eventually lose this one. Really? Oh, it's actually final. Final. Yep. So what happened? Rami finished in first with forty-one percent. Uh, Bart finished in second with thirty-two, and then I finished in third with twenty-six percent. And you knew that yesterday. I heard you on the air. Oh, I, I, I killed myself I on knew. this one. I knew uh, after the second pick, I was like, well, this one's over. What's the tally right now? Rami was way Rami behind. Won. Is he Easy. catching up now? No, he just won. It's over. Yeah. It's yeah. over. Rami just won it. So there you go. Congratulations, Rami Makhlouf, on your day off. So he'll be on today as well uh, for that. Looking forward to it. All right, gentlemen, enjoy your show. Should be fun. Absolutely. Have a good one. Toodles! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.